welcome to the Armada Strength Podcast, where we talk about fitness, the art of badassery, and what it takes to suck less. Taste so good, make you want to slap your mama. With your hosts, Trent Williamson and Eric Gibson. This is some serious gourmet shit. Listener discretion is advised. All right, guys, welcome to the Armada Strength Podcast. Uh, this is Trent. As always, with my good friend Eric Gibson, aka E Rock G. Boom, 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 boom. All right, guys, Armada, uh, the Armada Strength Podcast is brought to you by Armada Strength, where our mission is simple creating the best athletes across multiple domains of fitness and to better lives, providing the tools needed to help athletes perform at their highest potential, building the most comprehensive programming and structure, creating a foundational mindset inside and outside the gym. You know, Pretty soon we're going to have that memorized. I hope so. <laughs> it's going to be, we're just going to be saying it in our sleep like, ah, we're making better lives. <laughs> making, making better lives, yeah. better lives, better yeah. lives, better lives. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, today we are going to be uh, going over um, top five accessory, uh, top five accessory movements to make you suck less. Hell yeah. Okay. So um, we, we like going over uh, some stuff that works for us, um, you know, and trying to, uh, you know, share that wealth with everybody. Um, me and Eric sat down last night and we talked about, you know, what what accessories do we think, you know, would make you suck less as an athlete, right? So um, these are our top five. Uh, yeah, and they're pretty. I, I think they're pretty pretty effective. Pretty so com- comprehensive, if comprehensive, you will. Comprehensive, yeah. yeah. You know, because we're, we're we're trying to you know build those build those nice strong athletes. We're learned. We're goddamn le- gym goers. <laughs> <laughs> we're teaching them 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 peoples. Yeah. You know. Yeah, for sure. Um, All right, so we're going to jump into the first one. First one. First one. GHDs and or and or, and or. Met sit-ups. Yeah. Okay, so um, I love GHDs. I love ab mats. I love programming both. I love the, the range of motion that it gives you. I love the fact that it uh, helps strengthen your erectors, not only um, your core. And uh, those things. Um, Eric, let's elaborate why you think. These are so important. Oh, uh, six packs. I mean, I mean let's game. be honest. Yeah, like, for real. Like, you know, that feeling when you take your shirt off at the CrossFit gym, you don't want to be that guy that's like, oh, I'm going to take my shirt off. Like, oh, God, I don't want to put my shirt back on. <laughs> See, no. so I'm that guy. I just never put my shirt back on because I don't give a fuck. True. But, um, you know, you got to – no, as much as six packs are desired and mm-hmm. fought for, I mean, really um, – that's not what it's about. And, and when I started CrossFit, I, I contribute 100% all of my success that I've had um, to doing ab mat sit-ups. And okay. so the reason why I say that is because it builds that core stability that you have to have for cleans, mm. for snatches, for mm. everything. I Agreed. mean, everything like, you know, at the bottom of a, uh, of a clean, yeah. uh, of a, a squat clean, your core is the only thing keeping your spine from crumbling. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Especially when you have that much weight in the front, right? Oh, yeah. It just wants to dump. This yeah. is how it goes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And and if you can't keep that tight, then then there's no way that you're going to catch the heavier weights. Like, yeah. yeah, you'll probably you'll probably get to 200 pounds and mm. you know impress all your friends and things like that. But yeah. you're not going to get to you're not going to get to those heavy heavy weights without doing some. Oh, there's kind no of way. Yeah. Core strengthening exercise. And so, what I used to do is I would do all my workout. I would do all the working out I was going to do for yeah. the night. And then at the end, I would do three rounds, 100 ab mat sit-ups, and then 50 double-unders. There you go. That was it. And, yeah. and so 
the the caveat though, I had to do fifty unbroken. Oh, so you winners. were there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> at first, at first. <laughs> yeah, and then first. like fuck this, I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. getting through it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so you figure it out, and you get stronger. And so what I noticed was as I was doing these, my lifts are going up, and I I could keep my core tight, I could keep everything tighter, um, and and I was just getting better at crossing. Yeah. I was getting better at everything. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, like your pull-ups generate from your core. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I mean, everything does. Yeah. Literally muscle everything. Ups, yeah. Everything. So it's, it was just, well, dude, I mean, even, even when you're doing handstand walks and shit and, and, and you know, <laughs> yeah. like it, it, a lot of people do handstand walks and they look like a fucking scorpion. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. But you know, yeah, their abs are extended, but still, I mean, having that, that core stability, it, it just helps across the board. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and the awareness of, yeah. of like when you're, when your core is smoked, let's say you're doing, 50 GHDs and, and 50 foot handstand walks. Mm-hmm. When your core is smoked, you know where you need to be to yep. stack your shoulders, to stack your hips over yep. your shoulders and things like that when you're doing those handstand walks. And it's primarily from being able to do GHDs and ab mat setups that you get that awareness. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, and we're not saying that, uh, you know, only the only core that you should do is ab mats and uh, GHDs. I program all the core. Like, Sneaky core shit too, like high volume front squats and in, in workouts, right? But it's like that's gonna smoke your core more than more than anybody would think. But you know, um, do these on top of that. Yeah, do these on top of that, right? So um, you know, Armada does uh, has uh, this you know piece that we do every start out every day. You know, right after the warm up, we jump straight into um, strength and positions. And strength and positions, you know, there's there's a bunch of different stuff that we do. But you know, there's a lot of times there's gonna be GHDs involved. And some sort of skill work and things that are going to prime you for what you're going to be doing that day. And um, building those muscles, because like when, when I started doing CrossFit, my core strength wasn't bad, but my erectors were terrible. All right. Yep. Right. So it's like if you don't have that balance, you're going to be fucked. Like yep. I, I couldn't catch shit. You know, like I said, I caught that uh, 70 pound, 75 pound clean and it dumped me on my back. Like I had nothing to catch it with. Right. right? So right. it's like. Um, my coach was telling me, you know, I need to be doing uh, GHD sit-ups. I need to be doing uh, back extensions on the GHD, um, hyper extensions and shit like that, you know. And it's yep. like, you know, I, I agree with that 100%. But I think that, you know, ab mat sit-ups at GHDs, that's like one of the best places to start. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and But, however, I will caveat that because okay. I don't know if at your level one they told the story as well. But um, at my level one. Uh, CrossFit, the CFL01, um, basically they told us a story about GHDs. Mm-hmm. And how oh, yeah. They, they can be dangerous, you oh, know? They can't, um, it, it all depends so, on the volume. Yeah, exactly. And so if, you, if you're starting out, don't go out and do 500 GHDs. No, like, You're not going to get a six-pack overnight. I yeah. guarantee that. Um, don't do any with GHDs if you haven't done a bunch <laughs> of GHDs. You will get rhabdo. I promise you. It's not Guaranteed. okay. Guaranteed. So the story they tell at level one is this dude goes over to work out, and he's like, it's like, yeah, I can do 100 GHDs, and the next day, <laughs> he does them. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, yeah. it's doable. You yeah. can do 100 GHDs your first time around. Yeah. So he does them. He wakes up the next day, and, is, um, and, and you know, in rhabdo, um, rhabdomyolysis, mm-hmm. uh, it, your swelling and things happen at the lowest part. Yeah. And in your abdomen, the lowest part for males is your <laughs> testicles. <laughs> um, so dude walk, woke up with softballs. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> Yeah, um, and you know, prior to he had not had softballs. Yeah. you know, like you know, <laughs> so yeah. they had grown overnight. So make sure that you are being careful when yeah. you're doing these. Scale them, ease into them. Yes, yeah, scale them. Yeah, and yeah. trust me, you will be very, very, very sore. Yeah, for and and um, 
you know, Dan at the gym at CrossFit mm-hmm. Vacville North. Yeah. He's a um, police officer and everything. And, you know, I, I got on to him about doing GHDs. Yeah. And, he, and for two weeks straight, he's like, I couldn't even, like, touch my abs. They were so <laughs> sore. <laughs> he's like, I look at him in the mirror and I'd be like, oh. <laughs> yeah. No, they're no joke. And they're they're absolutely amazing and yeah and i i'm pretty sure you know he, he started following armada yep um and i'm pretty sure since this whole covid19 thing he, he was at home doing prs on his front squats the other day yeah or he, just underneath yeah. i think he was just right at it um and he's so, uh yeah i don't think he's been doing armada since he's been home but um he was doing armada for a while and uh he quite he, he enjoyed it quite a bit yeah. so yeah it's it's you know it's working out but those things those things always help like ghgs oh, yeah. and ab med setups boom abs get them abs yeah. you know planks are awesome too just but you know Focus on functional things. Like, yes, a, pl- a plank is functional. Don't get me wrong. Just get them things moving. Absolutely. Because they apply to everything. Dynamic movement. Boom. Okay. <laughs> Second one, we got uh, strict pull. Okay. Um, I'm a big, big uh, advocate of uh, strict pulling. You know, pull-ups, chin-ups. Um, ring pulls. Ring. Uh, I'm huge on putting together complexes uh, for strength and positions. It's, you know, uh, strict uh, ring pull-ups to chest. Um, you know, um strict muscle ups you know strict pulls of that nature because that that strength applies to absolutely everything too it is a great um blanket uh, you know air quote you know blanket blanket uh strength that just applies all the way around absolutely i mean that's why gymnast gymnasts do so well in crossfit yeah they work on strict before they go into kipping and all that oh yeah all those other things so i mean a strict pull is paramount yeah I mean, it's just going to build the strength that you need in your back. Build that base. Yeah, because I'm all about that base. All about that base at the base. No trouble. No trouble. Yeah. yeah, um, What is your favorite strict pull? I do strict pull-ups. Strict pull-ups every single day. I do uh, in my warm-up. I I get my heart rate up. I do all my stretch, my dynamic stretching and things like that. Um, But I do five Mm pull-ups every single day. And... uh, over time, I just got stronger and stronger and stronger. I mean, you, you've seen me do pull-ups. Yeah. You've seen me do strict pull-ups where it's ridiculous. I actually push myself down sometimes. <laughs> um, <laughs> to go faster. <laughs> but, I mean, but, but, I mean, it just builds that strength that you need. And, and I mean, you want to talk about building the strength for bar muscle-ups, ring muscle-ups, any, any type of muscle-up or anything. Like, if you want to get stronger, do strict pull-ups. And for all those haters that say that crossfitters can't do strict pull-ups, I'm sorry, you're wrong. We're probably better at them than you. There it is. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Uh, next one. Um, I'm a huge, 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 huge uh, supporter of uh, any type of good morning, right? So I program oh, yeah. good mornings all the time. Um, I With Eric's re- uh, knee rehab, uh, I have him doing a lot of weighted good mornings, right? So he's holding a 50-pound dumbbell in a goblet position. So that's using his obliques, his core, his his erectors, his hamstrings, uh, his glutes, literally everything, his quads and everything, just to, you know, get that thing moving, right? So um, I program uh, good mornings a ton, banded good mornings, uh, weighted good mornings, staggered good mornings. Shoot um, PVC pipe, good yeah. mornings. <laughs> you know, I mean, good mornings, just just uh, having your hands across your chest, you know what I mean? But uh, it's that, that movement is just great. Uh, sunrise, good mornings, you know. Yep. Uh, I'm all about getting uh, everything open. Um, getting everything functional. And like I said, you know, I had a huge problem with my erectors being very, very weak. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's a great, great movement to help strengthen your erectors, uh, your connector where your hamstring connects, you know, that's a great, it, it's helped, uh, me a ton there, 
mm-hmm. and just building strength, you know, that applies to deadlift squat and all that fun shit. Absolutely, because you're going to engage your hamstrings before you do anything. You yep. have to. If, if you don't, you, you know, you're lifting with your back. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we've all seen how that ends. Yeah, like, don't, just don't do it. <laughs> it's yeah. bad. It's bad. Yeah. And so, I mean, the good mornings, um, like Trent said, he's been programming them a lot more since my knee surgery and things. And, I mean, I I think the reason why my knee surgery healing has happened so quickly is just the amount of rehab we've done on my hamstring. Mm-hmm. Like, I can control how far my leg goes out. I can control how far I bring, bring yeah. it back. And well, uh, we got to support that, right? We absolutely. got to build everything around it to help support it so that way you're taking uh, – most of the the brunt of it, uh, whatever it is, you know, off of what's what's injured, what's actually so, damaged, exactly. Yeah. So we can actually get that to rehab. Yeah, and then and then the other thing about it is it's, it's completely warming up the things that you use for every movement. It's that priming you for fucking everything. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, um, and caveat: if you are going to do <laughs> goblet good mornings, which are horrible, um, start light and yeah. then get heavy. Uh, my girlfriend, Gains, though. my girlfriend tried to do it with me the other day. She, she's like, I can do 50 pounds and she <laughs> did it. And then the next day she was very sore to the touch. <laughs> very, so, very, very sore. So be careful. Be careful. All right. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, next one. Handstand stability work. Woo. Woo. I'm going to let you start this one. Okay. So handstand stability work. Um, you know, when we watch the CrossFit Games, we we do those types of things. Like, or you see just a phenomenal athlete just walk on their hands and they're flying, or they'll be able to go upstairs or whatever they're doing overhead. Really, um, I think is built primarily from that shoulder stabilization. And if you think about it, we walk on our legs all day long, so obviously we're stable there. We can do that thing, those things. If we could build the same even a fraction of that stability in our shoulders or elbows or wrists um, and be able to carry that weight in the same manner, we'd be unstoppable. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, and, and not only that, you have to think about the mobility that comes along with the, the sh- shoulder movements of being upside down. Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of people complain that, oh, I don't like being upside down. I mm-hmm. don't like doing this. There's there's all kinds of there's all kinds of ways to get around that. You can oh, put yeah. your feet on a box. You can put your knees on a box. Yeah. You can you can put your feet on the floor and just you know bend down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Stand in a, a put a put pike. yourself in a V. Yeah. yeah, a huge pike. Yep, and then so, you know, just building that stability. I mean, if you think about it, your weight and how you're controlling your mm-hmm. balance, mm-hmm. It, it's causing all of your neurons to fire. Oh, I mean, absolutely. Really, yeah. I mean, your whole body's on fire when you get done handstand walking, yeah. or you hold yourself up for. 45 seconds or you're walking laterally. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of variations. And so that's kind of what we're getting at is, is that don't just throw yourself up on a wall and hold yourself there for 45 minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> move. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit. And, and the reason why I program, uh, why, why I program the way I do when it comes to hands or, uh, any type of handstand or shoulder stability. Um, so if you've noticed everything that, that we're talking about, uh, for these accessory movements, they, they're all, priming your cns mm-hmm. right especially yep. handstand and shoulder stability right so um a huge thing that i have programmed every day when gyms are open is crossover symmetry it is one of the best things you can do for shoulder stability. Oh, absolutely like yep. i am a huge advocate of that um piece of equipment it is amazing um i like to do so when i'm warming up i have uh shoulder mobility issues and you know we've talked about that uh on another podcast but um 
still it's it's just a pain in the ass my thoracic spine is just always tight and uh i found out recently i have two compressed discs in my neck so that's fucking cool um (laughs) but that's that's causing a lot of the problems right so i'm addressing that and i'm not just letting it be the way it is and um i started doing a lot of uh scat pull-ups a lot of scat push-ups and doing a lot of mobility and other stability things to help that right so um not, I mean, yeah, I can, I can handstand walk. I can uh, kick up on a wall and do handstand pushups and strict handstand pushups. No problem. Um, but I'm starting to, uh, get more into doing wall walks and shoulder taps and lateral wall walks and things of those nature, just to recruit different muscles. Right. And Absolutely. to build all of the stabilizing muscles that go around, uh, your thoracic spine, your lats and all that fun stuff, your, um, sub traps, like people don't even realize that how little we actually use our sub traps, right? right? Our sub traps are huge. You know, yeah, we have our big traps up on top, but you know, our sub, our sub traps run down right next to our spine and they go into our lats, you know? Oh, yeah. So it's like, if you're not, um, helping build those muscles, you don't have stabilizing muscles there. Right. And nope. they're pretty big fucking muscles. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, so like shoulder taps is a great one for that. Lateral wall walks are a great one for that. Um, the cross crossover symmetry protocol, that is amazing for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just like, you know, trying to build uh, bulletproof shoulders. I mean, if you if if you don't have good shoulder stability, I mean, you're not gonna be able to snatch well. Absolutely. You're not gonna be able to do uh, bar muscle ups well. Yeah, and, yeah. and as hot and sexy as <laughs> delts are, yeah. you know, you can't just work delts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, but traps. I mean, man, some good. There's some good looking yeah, traps out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny tra- Spiegel. Yeah, Danny Spiegel. Oh god. You gotta, you gotta find them trap queens. <laughs> there it is for yeah. sure. All right, <clears throat> all right. Last one. Uh, Banded squats, banded monster walks, banded pretty much anything that we're doing with our legs. If you can do anything banded, do it. <laughs> yeah, no shit, right? Yeah. So let's uh, let's uh, talk about that. All right. So um, the banded is a great way to keep tension. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, and so, you know, a lot of times what we do in CrossFit involves squatting. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, when we all first start CrossFit, Everybody's squat looks horrendous. Yeah. Unless you're just one of those gifted athletes that was like, oh. Oh, I figured it out. In yeah, one yeah, yeah. yeah. Do I do it like this? Oh, it's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, 99% of us are going to be like, I did it like this. Is yeah. that right? I'm uh, butt winking. Yeah, my just, knees are collapsing in. My ankles are collapsed. I'm losing tension in our hamstrings. I'm losing tension in the hamstrings. I'm not pushing my butt back, not mm-hmm. driving my hips back, um, dropping my chest, whatever. And so what those bands do, uh, and I'm, I love Rogue anything like yeah. like shout out to Rogue like yeah, they're just <laughs> legit <laughs> they build everything like I bought a GHD that thing, goddamn thing's a tank um, seriously though I mean it's named after a tank it's an Abram yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway so so uh, Rogue sells these bands and I mean they have nine and twelve inches and yeah. basically different resistances you put those around your a little bit higher than your knees and you just do squats yeah. And drive your knees out over your toes, which is the proper squat form anyway. Absolutely. And it's what you're supposed to be doing. And it gives you instant feedback. Uh, I mean, instant feedback oh, of yeah. whether you're doing it properly or not. Oh, because you can feel what you're not recruiting. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, if, if your hamstrings aren't being recruited correctly, you can feel that immediately. <laughs> They're right? on fire. Yeah, you know, uh, your butt's on fire. Yep. You know, uh, you can feel your ankles heat up. Yep. You know, because if you don't have good ankle mobility... You know, this uh, helps that because it puts you in a better position, right? So yeah. if you feel your ankles that are tight or they're getting hot or, or anything like that, okay, you need to work on some mobility there, yep. right? So um, I love the, I love uh, doing uh, having athletes do monster walks with these, right? So I have a um, band right right above their uh, ankle, probably about just about mid shin. Yep. You know, um, get in a squat um, 
a quarter squat stance, you know, so um, feet underneath the hips, drive the knees out, and then you're going to walk forward uh, 25 feet, and then you're going to walk backward 25 feet like your feet are on um, railroad tracks. Yeah. That's, I love that, right? And then doing it laterally too. So you're keeping, you know, facing one direction, you're going down 25 feet and then back 25 feet, but you're doing the same motion, right? So you're driving your knees out and you're taking small steps. You're not taking big strides. Yeah. And that lights your glutes on fire. Absolutely. And, and I mean, again, this is all accessory work. You're not doing this to yeah. get sore. Exactly. If you do it to get sore, you will get sore. Yeah. <laughs> but see, they, you should be getting sore from it if, you, if you're not doing it. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that way you're working muscles um, that you haven't necessarily been working to their full potential. Absolutely. I, th- I think these bands are, uh, being accessory, I think they're identifiers, really. Oh, absolutely. It, it's, it's identifying your limb facts yeah. or your limb, uh, limiting factors. Yeah. For you non-military folks. <laughs> right. Always with the military jargon. Yeah. yeah um, you know, the EOC divides into the UCC. <laughs> yeah. It's science. <laughs> it's proven. It's proven it works. But, but I mean, the bands are a good way... Um, and I mean, case in point, uh, Melissa, yeah. uh, my girlfriend, she, she's a phenomenal athlete, uh, very strong, very, uh, she moves great cardio, cardio better than most. No, and, that, I mean, absolutely I mean true. if she could, if she could pace, I mean, if she paces like Tia clear to me, honestly, it's ridiculous. And, and she's going to beat you. Um, and it's all going to be because of pacing. <laughs> 100%. But, um, one of the things that she was struggling with was was squats. Yeah. I mean, her knees were caving in as mm-hmm. soon as she get down to the bottom of the squat. And it was literally because she was losing tension. Yeah. And so, I mean, she threw on these bands and I mean, lightweight, I'm mm-hmm. talking 115 pounds yeah. back squat. Yeah. Destroyed her. Yeah. I mean, she was sore for a week probably. Yeah. After doing this. And this girl works out twice a day. Oh yeah. On, sometimes on three times a day. Yeah. Sometimes three. Yeah. And if she's not doing that, then she's running. She's, yeah doing something and so this girl was a 115 pound back squat i'm pretty sure her back squats over 200 pounds yeah 115 pounds she's she's like wrecked walking walking funny yeah and i didn't do anything to her. <laughs> <laughs> right um so uh what i was gonna say with it um so a lot of people think you know uh oh ass to grass when i squat ass to grass when Ugh. i squat right and Ugh. it's like okay that that if you have hip mo- hip and ankle mobility to do that and you can keep tension in your hamstrings I support it. Go yeah, for it. Go right? for it. Yeah. But if you cannot keep uh, tension in your hamstrings, do not do it. It's not providing you anything that is beneficial to your squat or to your your body health at all. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, and um, one thing uh, that I pay attention to when I'm coaching um, is how people squat, right? So if they're back squatting, you know, depending on where their bar position is, where um, where it is on their traps, how their chest how their chest moves, and things like that. But the one thing that I notice more than anything is that they're losing tension in their hamstrings. Yep. Right. So they get down to the bottom and they go past that point. There's like a certain point where you get to where it's like you can't keep the tension there, and then it's harder for them to drive out of the hole. Right. The yep. butt comes up first. It becomes just a shit show of a hinge mm-hmm. instead of it being a smooth deliberate squat yep right so it becomes a good morning which is also one of our accessories (laughs) (laughs) pretty much right but see one thing that i've noticed is when you squat with weight with band it helps you address that issue absolutely right if you if you can't give an athlete a cue um that actually sticks with keeping that keeping those hamstrings uh engaged Mm -hmm. throw a band around their knees make them squat again guaranteed you they'll, they'll, they'll figure it out yeah it's a huge supplement for instead of having if you don't have a coach there right to put their hand on your knee and say, push against my hand. Exactly. <laughs> like the band is there to yeah. do that for you. Yeah. So that's, it's kind of that interim coach, if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah. So, yeah. um, what, uh, I had a problem with, uh, my knees caving in a, a ton when, um, 
when my numbers started jumping up on my back squat, mm-hmm. right? And my coach, Andrew, he walked up and put his foot against my knee and he's like, drive as hard as you can against it, right? And that's when like, that's when it was a game changer. But I understood, okay, this is what I need to do, right? right? So, you know, a lot of people, um, they don't understand the feeling or the sensation of what needs to be done. Absolutely. You know, and, and, or, it's, or they use that bounce, right? That bounce is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, for know? sure. And it's like, yes, they're getting stronger, which is a good thing, but they're still not recruiting all the muscles they could. Absolutely. You know, it's like they're driving with their quads instead of using their hamstrings, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, cool. <laughs> or they're grinding out their cartilage in their knee. Exactly. <laughs> that, um, a lot of people, um, think that driving their knees out so hard, it actually, um, recruits their adductors which and they're putting all the force there instead of using their hamstrings in their in their butt. Right. 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 So I mean the, then they end up with uh, tight adductors which fucking sucks because, make you walk like a cowboy. Yeah, you know, and then you have you have shitty mobility at that point. Yep. You know what I mean? Then you start developing hip hip issues, um, mm-hmm. you know, and things like that. But so uh, what we're getting at is get your ass some bands. Bands. I mean, they're not expensive, uh, like 10 bucks. Go get, go get you some Go get you some bands and it'll be a game changer for you. And yeah, they're make it better. Um, definitely. Um, we'll post a picture of what they look like. I have a set that I got off of Amazon. I think they're, I no joke, like eleven ninety nine, and I use them all the time. Like they're part of my warm up now, and uh, it's helping a ton. So I've had a, a lot of uh, hip issues lately with my TFL not firing. Right. right. So um, uh, with finding out that I have two compressed discs in my in my neck, it's just causing problems throughout. Right. And right. I compress these discs. Years and years and years ago, it was probably from being in a band and headbanging like a fucking idiot. <laughs> probably um, not crosshair related, yeah, right? Right. But um, uh, now that I have to address this, I was having issues with um, getting my um, right side TFL to fire and um, recruiting my hamstring on that side, yeah. right? And now that I'm doing this and addressing it and doing mobility and shit like that, it is game changing. Like, yeah. I feel much better. Shit, you know? I'll even go one further. If you want, get these bands, put them around a chair while you're home, man. And do home. Like- Hashtag quarantine. Yeah. And and uh, wrap them around the leg of the chair and then do leg extensions. Yeah, they're great. Um, set, spread your leg. Try and spread your legs with yeah, the band shells. on it. Clamshells. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, and any type of exercise. I mean, really, these, these bands are just, there's so many uses for them. Yeah. It's not and just it's all for accessory, right? And if you're not doing your accessories, you're just going to end up being really strong and not utilizing yourself to your full potential. Welcome to Suckville. Yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, top five accessories to help you suck less. Hope, hope that helped, guys. Um, check us out on Instagram at, um, at Armada underscore strength. Uh, you can uh, check me out uh, at CF underscore Trent or CF underscore coach underscore Trent. Uh, you can check Eric out at uh, Eric Gibby underscore. underscore. And check out armadastrength.com. And uh, please like, share, comment this podcast. It would be greatly appreciated. And uh, thank you guys for uh, tuning in. You've been listening to the Armada Strength Podcast. Please leave a review, like, comment, and share this episode. Thanks for listening.